0: with us today, and uh, appreciate them, and uh, met them last year, uh, last summer, I think it was, and uh, have grown to love them, and appreciate them, and thank them, and uh, glad that they come to be with us today, come down for the weekend, and we did have a wonderful time in the Lord Friday night, and uh, such a wonderful move of God, a great message from the Lord, not just a sermon, but a message from God and uh, if you miss friday night shame on you you missed out I feel sorry for you amen you ought to do better be at service but uh, anyway we had a great time great crowd great turnout uh, a lot of wonderful young people were here worshiping and praising god and brother garrett was just tremendous and uh, spoke to our hearts and i'm thankful for the generation past I'm thankful for the generation present, and I'm thankful for the generation that's coming on. Amen. Somewhere this truth, as Brother Duplessy was talking to us about today, has got to be passed on to the next generation. I know that everyone is not in here today. Some are over uh, still in Sunday school classes, and some are over in the gym with uh, uh, the children over there. But I want to say a special thanks to everyone That worked so very hard uh, this weekend and uh, made all of this possible. We served uh, somewhere around, I think it was uh, over 700 people Friday night. And uh, it was all because of all of you working so very hard. Thank you so much. And uh, the ones that was out parking cars made everything a lot better than it has been in the past and uh, the ones that just, whatever you found to do, you just did it because you knew it needed to be done. Thank you so much for that, and uh, Lord bless you. Let me make some announcements, and uh, <clears throat> we want to uh, remember there is a business meeting February the 6th, and uh, so don't forget that. All church members are welcome to attend. It will be February the 6th at 6 o'clock, so remember that. February the 11th, which is on a Sunday night, will be our communion service. I ask you to be making preparations for that, and we're looking forward to a great move of the Holy Ghost. I don't know, I don't think since I've been here that we have had it on Sunday night, and I just felt uh, like that would be a good change, and we'll try it and see how that works. I know a lot of people have to work during the week, the majority is off on the weekend. And uh, so we'll do that Sunday night, February the 11th. February the 12th on a Monday night will be a singers and musicians meeting. And uh, so uh, remember that. All singers, all of you that are inspiring to sing, all of you that want to sing, uh, need to be there for that meeting. The choir will be separate, so no need for the whole choir to show up. But if all uh, that's the uh, the singing that you do, I will meet with you at a different time. So uh, all the special singers, or those who want to be special singers, please meet me February the 12th. All the musicians, if you play part-time, sometime, all the time, whatever you play. Also, there is some uh, food that is left over from Friday night, and uh, it is... Uh, pulled pork. Brother Randall cooked it, and uh, it is very good. They will be bagging that up after church if you are interested, if you'll see Sister Beverly uh, Cox or Sister um, Angela McKinney. I knew it was Brother brother Allen's wife, but <clears throat> see them after church, and uh, we are selling that for $7, and this will go in uh, to help us... Uh, accumulate some of the money that we put out for this meeting. So remember that. See them after church. It's very good. You will not be disappointed. All of you that ate it Friday night knows that you will not be disappointed. Uh, I want everyone to listen to me very quickly before we get into the word of the Lord. Uh, But we've got some little things that's going on here that needs to be taken care of. And I'm not sure who does it. Uh, But if it continues on, we can find out who does it. But somebody's coming up here and messing with the instruments, unplugging things. All of this stuff is very, very expensive. It's not toys. Besides that, the platform is not something that you play on. We have a youth room over in the gym that I have a bass, I have a guitar, I have a set of drums, and I have a keyboard. There's a sound system over there, which is very expensive. Don't be monkeying with it. But everything else is there for you to play. It's for you to practice on. If you're not a trained musician and you do not play in church, do not come up here. Go over there. And uh, you can take care of that practicing over there. We do not take this lightly. And uh, we do not take the house of God lightly. You, you reverence the house of God. We respect the house of God. Amen. Amen. The house of God is not a playhouse. Amen. It's not a playhouse. It's a place that we have dedicated. I know this building does not contain the power and the glory of God, but it is a building that we have dedicated to the worship of God, where we all come together and worship God. Teach your children that. Amen. Keep their keep their snacking to a minimum in church. Amen. Only do it out of necessity, like if they're about to faint or pass out or something. Other than that, amen, amen. So anyway, while I'm on that subject, there's something else that, that I want to remind you. We don't have a problem with that here. But before it becomes a problem, I've noticed it in places I go around and I travel to different places. Some places I preach at, other meetings I'm at. It's gotten very common that people just bring their bottled water in and they sit there with it on their pew and sip water while the preacher's preaching. <laughs> hey, this is, this, we got a water fountain in the hallway. Go out there and drink your fill and uh, don't bring it into the church. If you have a sickness, we will, we will make an exception for that. We make an exception for the, uh, the preacher that is preaching. Sometimes your throat gets dry. I understand all of that. But if you're sitting in the pew, please just excuse yourself. If you can't wait, get you a drink, come back in. Don't bring, don't bring things. One, one youth rally, I was in here. And uh, we was having something after church, just a singing or something. I walked in and somebody was walking in the church with a sonic cup. I, st- I said, "Ho, ho, ho! This, this, this is the church house. We don't do that here." Amen, amen. We want to reverence this house of God. Praise God, praise God. Isn't it beautiful? The way it's beautiful is because we take care of it. Amen. You can tear up. My daddy, my daddy always said some, some people could tear up the devil if they could get their hands on him. Amen. But we're not into tearing up the house of God. If we, uh, if we have an accident while we're worshiping and knock a hole in the wall, we'll fix it. If you knock it in the wall and a hole in the wall in here because of your ignorance, we'll fix you. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Let's all stand. Second Corinthians chapter number seven. Chapter number seven, brother MacDaniel. I am so happy that you and sister MacDaniel are here. I was thinking about that while brother Garrett was preaching. Amen. I appreciate this good elder that's worked, labored for years and years and years. I highly respect you, brother MacDaniel. You and your wife, you wonderful people of God. Amen. Praise God. Second, or I'm, I might have said Corinthians, but I meant Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse number 14. Second Chronicles chapter number seven, verse number 14. Thank you, brother Duplessis, for the word this morning. I believe that truth is of the utmost importance. Amen. The Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. I want to focus on this very first part of this scripture. It says, if my people which are called by my name. If my people which are called By my name. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward heaven. And ask God to help us today. God, we're depending on You. We're trusting in You. Our faith and our confidence is in You, God. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Because without You, I am nothing. And I can do nothing, God. My hope is in You. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our souls. Touch our minds. Touch our spirits today. Let's clap our hands and shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Now, it's quite obvious this morning that I am not Brother Garrett. Brother Garrett had different obligations and was unable to stay with us this weekend. I know the sign says that, and I've been announcing that he would be here but uh, due to pastoring and the things that you have to do at times when you're pastoring, he's not able to be here. And there's another thing. Brother Garrett don't like people clapping while he's preaching. I love people clapping while I'm preaching. Amen. So you just clap. <laughs> you clap and say amen and worship God. Lord bless you. You can be seated for the next few moments. I want to talk to you this morning from this subject I felt on my heart and impressed, I feel, of God. And I want to share it with you today. I want to talk to you about when the church prays. When the church prays. As we look in the Scripture today in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 14, we find that there are four conditions of the blessings of Israel. And two of these conditions are practically the same. But but there are four things that God is commanding them to do to receive the blessings of God. How many want the blessings of God? Amen. I want the blessings of God. I don't want to live without the blessings of God. And one of those conditions is, first of all, He is commanding Israel. Now, Israel was in a state of... Backsliding. If you study Israel or if you read about them in the Word of God, you'll find that it was a continued roller coaster ride with them, up and down, in and out, for God against God, with God or out of God. And uh, I, I just don't believe that that's what God has called us to do. Amen. There is something about consistency that God loves. Amen. Just consistent that he can depend on you. How many, how many really like people that you can depend on people that says they're going to do something and they're going to do it. If you ask them to do something and they say, I, I can do that. You don't have to worry about it any longer. You know, it's a done deal and you can go on and tend to the things that need to be tended to. But, but Israel was, was a crossing the red sea. They were delivered Out of of Egypt, they cross the Red Sea, they're dancing and praising, magnifying God. And then just a short time later, they're fussing and bickering and complaining against Moses and saying, would to God, you'd have just left us in Egypt. Why did you bring us out here to die? And so the history of Israel was like this through the Bible on the mountaintop in the valley uh, with God. And I feel like one of the main reasons after they took the promised land, God had commanded them, don't make any agreements with the enemy there. Don't ever forget, no matter what they say, they are your adversary. Don't take them. Don't marry into them. Don't let them marry your children. Utterly destroy them. But they refused to do that, and uh, they listened to to uh, the ones who were there, and and uh, they made agreements with them, and they dwelled with them, and exactly what God said began to happen. So it it corrupted the children of Israel, and uh, they were continually in a back. Sliding state of mind and spirit. But there is one thing that, that God said. First of all, if you want to come back to me, you've got to humble yourself. You've got to learn how to humble yourself. And then the second thing is you must pray. If you pray, I will hear your prayer. The third thing is Practically such as the second thing is, you have got to seek the face of God. And the fourth thing is, a very important thing, is that you must turn from your wicked ways. People are wanting God to save them in the state that they are in and allow them to continue living in sin. God loves you like you are. But God loves you too much to leave you like you are. I'm glad that God did not leave me like God found me. I was a wreck. I was a mess. My life was messed up. I was headed down the wrong road. But when God found me, he picked me up out of the miry clay and he placed my feet upon a rock to stay. I'm thankful that God did not leave me the way that He found me. How many thankful for the changing power of the glory of God? How many thankful that the Holy Ghost will change you? (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the very beginning of the Bible to the very ending of the Bible, you can find that prayer is a very important part. Of our lives and what God has called and God wants us to do. There is a prayer. There prayers. Now, now this is not speaking of the, the word prayer. But notable prayers in the Bible. There is 221 notable prayers in the Old Testament. Or prayers in the Bible. In the complete Bible. 221 that is notable prayers that people prayed. That is recorded as prayers. There's 176 in the Old Testament. There's 45 in the New Testament notable prayers that people pray. And I believe it was just a few years ago, everybody was writing books and everybody was buying things on the prayer of Jabez. And man, that was a popular thing. Everybody was praying the prayer of Jabez. There's some things that is great in the prayer of Jabez. And God heard his prayer and God answered his prayer. But there is some things that I find very interesting that Jabez was praying about himself and he was wanting everything for himself and the blessings of God for himself, which I want that. But I tell you, in our prayer, we must learn how to pray for one another also. Living for God is not all about ourselves. We first must believe that God hears our prayer. Because if you do not believe that God hears your prayer, you will not pray. But on the other hand, if you believe that God hears your prayer and God will answer your prayer, you will fall in love with prayer. Amen. Because God hears. I know a lot of people say, man, I don't know if God hears my prayer. But I want to tell you that God hears all of our prayer. God hears the sinner's prayer. Because if He did not hear the sinner's prayer, nobody would ever come to God. God hears the sinner's prayer. God hears everyone's prayer. Case in point, Jonah chapter 1 and verse number 14 says, The men that were on the ship that cast Jonah overboard said, Wherefore, they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech Thee, O Lord, we beseech Thee, let us not perish for this man's life and lay not upon this this innocent blood for thou O Lord hast done as it pleased thee After they cast Jonah overboard, they said, God, don't hold it to us. Let him be responsible for what he has done. God heard their prayer because Jonah said, I am the man. Cast me overboard. Everything's going to be all right. And then as soon as they cast Jonah overboard, the seas, the storm ceased to be and the seas were calm again. God hears everybody's prayer. Amen. Amen. A lot of people, I've heard it said, I believe Sister Shirley sang the song, said, write it all down every time God ever failed you. Have you ever prayed a prayer that God has never answered? I want to tell you, you know, God answers all of our prayers. Sometimes God don't answer our prayer like we want God to answer our prayer. But God answers our prayer. Sometimes God don't answer our prayer in the timely fashion that we think that God ought to answer our prayer. And we revert to doing other things than believing in God. But God answers all of our prayers. Sometimes God says yes, Sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says I'm going to give you a miracle. And sometimes God says I'm not going to give you one right now. Amen. But every prayer that we have ever prayed, God hears and God answers our prayer. I tell you today, people of God, if you will understand that God hears our prayer, there will be a desire in our heart and in our spirit to pray more. Amen. There are things that we are cutting out of our lives and we are doing away with in our lives. But prayer is something that all of us put in this year's schedule. I'm going to pray more than I prayed last year. I'm going to pray more this year than I prayed the previous years. I'm going to be more faithful in my prayer. Why? Because God hears and God answers prayer. Prayer works. Amen. Prayer works. We as the people of God must pray. If we understand that we will be uh, better off in our life and the ability to live and to serve God. The reason why people have such difficulties in living right and staying right is because they fail to pray right. If you don't pray, you can't live right. If you don't have a relationship with God, you can't resist the onslaught of the devil. If you don't have a communication line open with God You will not have the strength to resist the adversary The tempter of your soul I want to tell you young people If you're going to stay away from drugs And you're going to stay away from alcohol And you're going to stay away from cigarettes And you're going to stay away from ungodly living The way that you're going to do it Is develop a prayer life And talking to God Worship is good Shouting is good Worshiping and lifting your hands is great and necessary. Amen. But the way that you're gonna stay in the church is your relationship with God and the ability to pray and seek the face of God. Amen. 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 The church is the only hope of this world. Amen. This country can fight against church all they want to. But they ought to start protecting every church. Years ago, they knew this. And church had many protections. Church still has protection. Amen. Church is still called a non-profit organization, which it has uh, uh, tax breaks and different things like that. There's different avenues still set in place in this god fearing country, although everybody's not God-fearing, but there is still a majority that is God-fearing that protects the church because the founders of this country realized how important the church was to this country that they were building. Although they were not all godly men, they still feared God and used basic biblical principles upon which they lived. Amen. I want to tell you today that the church is a only hope for this world. This church is the hope for this city. This church is the hope for this community. Amen. The church of the living God is the hope for the world. There is different organizations in the world and in place to help. There's different things that they have across this country and across the world to feed the hungry and to help the poor and to help those who are addicted. There's drug rehab centers, alcohol rehab centers. uh, There's all kinds of things to help you. There's teen pregnancy centers. uh, But I want to tell you the only real hope and the only real help is still a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost prayer, field, church. The church is still the answer. The church is the answer for your boss. The church is the answer for your husband. The church is the answer for your wife. The church is the answer for those on your job. The church is the answer for school. The church is the answer for young people. The church is still the answer. Hallelujah. 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 God hears all prayer. God answers prayer of all type people. Amen. But I want to tell you there is no prayer like the church praying. There is no prayer like God's people praying. Amen. The Bible tells us in James chapter 5 and verse number 16, it says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer... Of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. The Bible is telling us that before we can pray the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, there is things that we must get rid of in our life. Amen. You must get rid of your hard feelings between one another. Amen. Get rid of and confess your faults. I still believe that when you have odd against your brother, you go to that one... And make it right Hallelujah What did your mom and daddy do to you When you got in a fight with your sister Y'all kiss and make up You hug and make up You tell them you're Sorry Why? Because the reason why they did that was an old-fashioned principle from biblical standpoint. That if you learn that when I talk about somebody or I do somebody wrong, I've got to go stand and look them in the eye and say, I said such and such and I shouldn't have. But we're all, I'm just going to put it under the blood. And then you dig it back out under the blood as soon as you get up out of the altar. Amen. What you need to do is learn how to say, hey, I did it. I'm bad about it. And God help me. I want to get it right. I don't want anything. Oh boy, I I think I just hit a stump out in the middle of the sea right then. Amen. But there is still some if we if we would put that pressure on ourselves, you'd be careful what you put on Facebook. You'd be careful what you said about your brother, about your sister, about your neighbor. Oh, man. Praise God. Praise God. You'll be careful how you let your, your mouth just spout out before your, your brain engages. The Bible said the effectual fervent prayer. He said, Israel, the first thing that you've got to do, you've got to humble yourself and realize... It's me, oh God. I'm the one that's messed up. Amen. But the Bible said that when we get this right, when the church is functioning like the church should function, and the church is being the church that God has called the church to be, there is no prayer like the praying church can pray. I want to tell you when the church prays, it'll still shake the city. When the church prays, it'll still shake the world. When when the church prays, it'll still shake your family. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. When we realize how important we are to society as being the apostolic church. When we realize what the, the, uh, what God has called us to do and what God has called us to be, we will not lower ourselves to get so involved with the careless little frivolous things that the devil throws in amongst us to cause division and dissension amongst us. Even because with that, the Bible said we cannot pray the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. But when I need God, I don't want to have to go repenting because of things that I did. But I want God to see a blood covered, a blood bought, a righteous man that's calling upon the name of the Lord. God give us revival. God give us souls. God give us healing. God give us miracles. God give us deliverance. God give us there was hope in the house of the Lord oh when the church prays when the church prays the foundations begin to shake I, I, i'm reminded of a story in acts in acts chapter uh, 12 I believe it is that 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 Peter was kept in prison and they were about to cut off Peter's head for preaching in the name of Jesus Christ and they said the very next morning they were going to go in and get Peter out of the prison cell they had him in the inner prison but there's something that began to happen Amen. the Bible said in verse number 5 Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church. It wasn't now just anybody praying, but it was a church praying. I want to tell you today, there's not just anybody been praying for you, but you're in the house of God where the church is praying. God's about to do something in your life. God's about to set you free. God's about to give you a miracle. God's about to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost because the church is praying. Oh, hallelujah. When the church prays, when the church prays, it's hard, to, it, it's hard to comprehend the power of the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's, it's hard to comprehend the power of the prayer of the church. Amen. Peter was kept in prison. And they were having an all-night prayer meeting. Oh, God deliver Peter. I want to tell you today, you're in here because somebody's been praying. You're here today because somebody's been calling out your name before God. You're here today because somebody has been shaking the foundation of God praying. Come on, come on church. It's time to pray. Come on church. It's time to seek God. Come on church. It's time to shake the foundation with prayer. When the church prays, things happen. When the church prays, things happen that we can't even imagine. They were all gathered together and they began to pray. And they began to pray. And I can all imagine the sound that was going on as they began to pray. To talk to God, and they begin to call out to God. Amen. Something was happening. They didn't feel uh, any incredible thing. The Bible doesn't record anything happening spectacular in the prayer meeting, but away from the prayer meeting, down in an old jailhouse, something began to take place. God said, "I got an angel on the way." Why do I have an angel on the way? Because I got a church that's praying. Amen. come to tell you today no matter where you're at in life no matter what you're going through today no matter what you're facing today god has a church that is praying and god has deliverance on the way and god has help on the way and god has a miracle prepared for you today let's give the lord a hand clap of praise The angel of the Lord, amen, come into the prison and said, come on, Peter. Peter, what's happening? Thinking it was a vision. Thinking it could not be true. Because Peter was sleeping, resting comfortably in the hands of God. I'm going to win no matter what happens. I'm going to be good no matter what takes place. He wasn't worrying. He wasn't fretting. Amen. Some of you might be worrying today. Some of you might be fretting and biting your fingernails, wondering Oh God, what am I going to do? But i got an answer for you today. The church is still the church. And the church is still a praying church. And the church is still a happening church. And the church is still an on fire church. And the church is still the place where you get Get help Where you can get deliverance Where you can get healing Where you can get salvation For your soul Prayer was being made Come on Peter It's time to get up It's time to get up And get out I got a word for you today Come on Saint of God It's time for you to get up. And it's time for you to step out by faith. Come on, backslider. It's time for you to get up and girt your apostolic shoes on again. It's time for you to make some changes. It's time for you to get right with God. I don't care how long you've been away. I don't care how far you are. The devil might have you locked up in a Roman prison. But there's not a lock that my God don't hold the key to today. He's brought the key. He's brought deliverance. He's brought salvation to your home. He's brought help to your house. It's time to make a change. Oh, because why? The church is praying. The church is on fire. The church is still the church. The Holy Ghost still works. And God still works in the church. It's not a coincidence. That you are here today and it's not a coincidence that I'm preaching that God has deliverance for you today. Amen. The reason why you are here, God knew that I was going to preach to you today the reason why I'm preaching what I'm preaching is because God knew you was going to be here today. Amen. I may not have known, but God knows. I may not know what you're going through, but God knows what you're going through. I may not know what you said on your pillow last night, but God knows what you said on your pillow last night. There's a church that is praying. There's help that's in the house. There's deliverance that's in the house. There's hope That's in the house God's here Let's lift our hands and pray right now church Help me Holy Ghost Holy Ghost power right now Holy Ghost power right now Holy Ghost, come on, somebody touch the Lord. Somebody reach out to God. Somebody reach out to God. There's people in here today that needs a church to be praying. There's people in here today that's hurting. There's souls in here today that's looking for help. That's looking for hope. I want to tell you, you just happen to be here by the divine will and the direction of God's hand because God has help for you and God loves you and God wants to pick you up and God wants to pull you out. And God wants to give you help today. Hallelujah. (sighs) Peter walks through. The guy that developed, I don't know who it was, that developed those little pads that you stepped on in front of the doors. It caused the doors to open automatically. He was not the one that developed that. It was really God. Peter steps up to the prison. All of a sudden the doors open. He walks outside the prison, gets to the main gate. All of a sudden the gates open. All of a sudden he finds himself walking down the street. No chains. No prison doors. Wouldn't it feel good today to leave this place with no chains? No prison doors. Free in the Holy Ghost. Nothing else binding you. Nothing else holding you. Nothing else oppressing you. He walks and he finds his way to the house. And they're having a prayer meeting. Maybe he can hear the noise when he walks up to the door and he knocks on the door. Rhoda goes to the door and she opens the door and slams it in his face. That's the way the church is sometimes. When people show up and God starts to work in their life, we like, we're amazed. My Lord, can't believe that God done it Well, we've been praying for it. My goodness, I can't believe God's working in that way. Well, we've been praying for it. And she goes and tells somebody, said, You know, said I I I think that's Peter standing at the door. Well, go let Peter in then. But Peter's in prison. No. You forgot the power that you have. I come to tell the church today. Amen. Things that God's about to do for the church. We'll blow your mind and amaze you. Amen, but remember when they start coming to pass, I remember we prayed about that. I remember we talked to God about that. I remember we got on our face at night praying and seeking the face of God. Go open the door and let in your miracle. I come to tell you today that the miracle is at the door. What you need to do, church, is open up the door and say, Come on in, miracle. We've been praying for you for a long time. Come on in, backslider. We've been praying for you for a long time. Come on in, strayward child. We've been Been praying for you for a long time. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, every hand raised, everybody standing that possibly can right now. I want the church to pray. I believe that God has brought us to this place for such a time as this. There's souls in here this morning that God has sent a direct message to for help. For deliverance, for hope, for miracles, God's talk to you right now. Oh, come on church, let me hear you pray right now. Come on church, somebody lift your voice. That old familiar sound of a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost-filled church. We got time right now, amen, to pull somebody out of the rubbles and terrible pit of sin. We got time right now to pray with you. We got time right now to help you. The church is still the same church. Amen. What you need to do is just open up your mind and open up your heart to the same old God and say, yes, God, I'm here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to ask you right now. Would you step out from where you are standing or sitting at this moment? Would you step out by faith and say, I realize. I realize that God's talking to me. I realize that the church is praying for me. I realize there's a tug in my heart and in my spirit right now. I ask you right now when the Holy Ghost just respond. Just respond to what God is trying to do for you today. It's no accident. It's not by chance. Amen. But it's by the divine will of God. No matter how far you've gone. No matter where you're at. God's here to pick you up. God's here to pull you out. God's here to set you free. God's here to work in your life. Come on. Help me, church, right now. I want everybody praying. Everybody reaching out to God. As the church steps out from where you're standing, make your way to this front would you come today would you come and say God I need your help God I reach out for your help I can't fix my problem I can't solve my issue I can't do it alone I can't spend another day alone God but I'm depending on you why don't you come right now Why don't you come right now? Why don't you reach out to God right now? Why don't you say, here I am, God. I'm needing help today. Come on, church, pray. I want everybody praying right now. There's souls in here that God is talking to right now. Come on, reach out to God. Come on, ladies. Let me hear you pray. Come on, ladies, lift your voice. Come on, men, make a cry to God right now. Reach 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 out and touch the Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out
1: and touch the
0: Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, work right now. Holy Ghost, work right now. Holy Ghost,
0: move right now. Holy Ghost,
1: help right now.
0: Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost Jesus, Holy Ghost, power. Holy Ghost, power Come on, reach out to the Lord Come on, reach out to the Lord Come on, church, let's pray Just for a moment, just for a few more moments Let's reach out to God Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah,
0: hallelujah. Work right now, God. Work right now, God. Work right now, God. Holy Ghost right now, God. Holy Ghost right now, God. Holy Ghost right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Holy Ghost touch. Holy Ghost help. Holy Ghost work right now. Holy Ghost work right now. Holy Ghost help right now in the name of Jesus come on, come on, let's reach out to the Lord let's reach out to the Lord right now
1: reach out to the Lord right now Jesus is
0: Come on, let's touch God. Let's reach out to the Lord. Come on, reach out to the Lord right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Let's reach out to God right now. Come on, church. There's help in the house right now. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, pray, pray, pray. Everybody lift up your voice to the Lord. Lift up your voice unto the Lord right now.
1: Trouble comes my way. I have hope since Jesus has come to say, I have hope. Oh, yes, when things they are not well with me. Hallelujah! I
0: have hope. Let's all sing it's it for me.